SD blah blah SDGC episode one sixty two. What's up? All right, there we go. Okay. <laughs> We're good now. We're good now. How is how is everybody tonight? Y'all, it is the dawn of the or it is the night of the final day before video game deluge. I damn. I, I was thinking about this earlier, Reb. I've got uh I've got Link's Awakening downloading on my Switch right now. Mm. I was gonna pick it up physically tomorrow, but I just I literally I can't wait that long. It's my most it's my most anticipated game this year. I have to pick it up tonight. I have to play it tonight. And uh and yeah, I just I can't fucking wait. The uh, Goose game is coming out tomorrow. Sayonara, uh, uh Sayonara Sayonara Wild, Wild Hearts. Hearts. I know the name and I'm like fucking it's, it's not Wild Guns and it's not it's Wild, Wild Yeah, Arms. I I Wild, Arms. Wild Hearts. <laughs> Sayonara Wild Arms comes out today. Yes, I know. Uh, Wild what, what y'all, else? y'all want to hear? You want to hear a real nice sound? A sound yes, that I've no, been waiting please, for yes. for a long time. Listen yes. to this. <laughs> I love I it. I am. I'm so happy, guys. I'm so happy. Reb, do you want to kick us off by talking a little bit about Untitled Goose Game? Yeah, I played like all of ten minutes of it. Um, I got I got sent a code just like a little bit early. No one emailed me an embargo, so. I guess I'm just gonna, I've only played like the same area that's been in the demos though, so I'm not worried about it. It's out tomorrow. Uh, no, it's my house, house, the same, what? I was just gonna say, nobody tell anybody for three hours. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, what am it? I gonna say? You play, you play a goose, like whatever. <laughs> anyway, I've just, I've played it for like all of like 10 minutes or whatever before the podcast. And it's like so far exactly as charming as I wanted it to be. Like, it's just, it's just stupid. I can't get over like the way he, the way the little goose waddles, like his, his butt wiggles when he waddles. And every, yeah. like, like, I don't know. It's just like kind of random, but every so often he has a little animation that triggers where his tail goes boom. <laughs> <laughs> and he hogs. And it's just, I, I have been so excited for this game ever since they, they announced it. And I, especially like this year. So like, I've been playing, I've been playing nothing but like nice. I played Fire Emblem, but other than that, I've played like nothing but really wholesome, like, sweet non-violent indies this year and it's been wonderful and i don't know i feel like the industry is a hellscape sometimes and i have to report on it but so, so, i'm sorry sometimes a, a lot um but all this is is a video game about being a an obnoxious a goose. Loose goose. Like, like it's not a, a nazi goose it's goose. not a violent goose it's not a it's not a racist goose he's I an asshole hope. goose he's just he, kind of yeah, an he's abrasive He's just kind of a, a jerk, but he's a goose. And he's, he doesn't know any better. So he's he a cheeky kind of, goose. Like, like even the gardener just kind of like looks at you when you're not doing anything and just regards you with like, eh, you know, it's a goose. <laughs> and so it's he, just, it, it warms my heart and house house. I, you know, in the last, in the 10 minutes of the game I've played has done a wonderful job. So do you, you have know. any sense of how long the game actually is? I have no sense. 20 hours. 20 hours. Yeah, 20 hours. It's 20 hours. Yeah. Uh, skill trees in that game are wild. <laughs> Zach, 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 would you like the sequel to become like a big open world breath of the wild style, like untitled goose sequel? Like, no, that? I was hoping like a more, like uh reflective god of war style <laughs> like the the goose like five years later has seen some shit and he's yeah. got a little gosling and yeah. he's trying to raise I, he's trying to raise his gosling as a as a as a noble goose warrior. no 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 I, not I, derivative I, it's no, got to be a deconstruction I will, I will shamelessly i will shamelessly self-promote just a little bit so i i had an article go up on games this morning it's an interview with two of the four members of house house about untitled goose game i'm really proud of it you should go read it um but the one of the things about that interview that I loved is they told me like when they were conceiving of this game before they got to the goose part, they were thinking, okay, well, we want to do maybe like a 3D Mario kind of thing. That's what we want to do. And they were kind of, they, they ended up getting the goose idea and they were like coming up with all these things. 
And in its very earliest stages, Untitled Goose Game was supposed to be like a GTA style game, but you were a goose. So like, yeah, was, I was, I was gonna I say like, the that should actually. be like Grand Theft Auto. What the? Yeah, it was supposed to be like this really busy like fairground, like a town <laughs> fair or something, with all these just like random people, and you were just supposed to go around and like trash the fairground or whatever. That sounds like, fucking go- awesome. Goose Theft Auto, guys. Goose Theft Auto. That's that um, sounds fucking outstanding. The lawyers <laughs> are already. Anyway, anyway, that's the that's the sequel I want. I mean, I mean, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot to celebrate this week. It's been a busy week, right? Like we've had some ups and downs, um, you know. Uh, so this week we've got, like Reb said, a deluge of games dropping tomorrow. Everything from Goose Game, Cyanar, Wild Hearts dropped today, Link's Awakening. There's a bunch of other stuff dropping. Literally um, everything on Apple Arcade. Just well, like everything on yeah. Apple Arcade. And I feel like I feel like now, like like tomorrow is literally the official, uh, you know, the the opening of the floodgates for the fall season. Um, a couple other things happened. Uh, I just want to I want to congratulate uh, our my young adult gaming son Zach here on getting hitched. Uh, yeah, Zach, he married. Zach is now a gaming husband. It's true. So, oh. does this make her my gaming daughter-in-law? Is the question. I don't know. That's, that feels. It I feels would prefer weird. not to think of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was sounded like a unanimous. No. No. <laughs> Zach, Zach, are you happy, bud? I'm very happy. There you go. That's the, like you go, I, I, I dropped this in chat earlier, but today I uh, I uh, put some mortar in weird. on some bricks, so you know. Yeah. Is that what you call That's it? That's awesome. What? Put, put some <laughs> put some caulk on some mortar. Yeah, uh, I know. You know. Caulk on some mortar. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, mortar work. You know. Got it, uh, Zach. Imran says, I didn't think this was yeah. that kind of podcast. But... <laughs> Imran and Chet, it was... No, it's de- yeah. Uh, Imran in chat says the lighting in Zach's room makes it look like <laughs> a long hallway behind him is that he, like he's the director oh, no. of the federal. Zach, you actually need to take yeah. your microphone and turn your chair backwards and do the entire podcast facing away from us. Let's basically facing a corner. It's because I just <laughs> moved into this house and I am not settled in. So I am sitting in a chair in the corner. <laughs> Uh, what else happened this week? Uh, I had my first article published on IGN, uh, to which the response you was... You braggart. Nope, nobody cared. Nobody even read a it. A divisive response, to say the least. Uh, and also, guys, my dog is okay. Dog is okay. There's my dog is fine. Story. My dog is going to live and, and grow old to be healthy. Did, did you kiss and... Moozle on the noozle for me? Oh, fuck yeah, I did. Dude. That's the first thing I did when I got home. I I, I could not be happier uh, and of course, the Switch Lite comes out tomorrow, and I, I will have mine coming in the mail. And I'm thinking about doing an unboxing and giving some impressions on the uh, on, on you know the weight, the mouthfeel maybe of the Switch Lite. You gonna lick it? You know, what parts of it are you gonna lick? It, as much as I can, from top to bottom. Like mm. it's just gonna, I'm gonna lick that thing all over. I don't like this John licking either. the Switch tw- twelve hours. Yeah. I'm no. gonna, that's gonna be the new gift. I'll say no. That's, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Julian Giff it just grabbing that Switch Lite just. I'm gonna. It, that's gonna be the new SDGC gift right there. I'm telling you, it's the new hotness. This so, podcast is a sin. It, <laughs> this podcast is awesome, Zach. And you fucking Zach. Just it. because you're the Federal Bureau Director of Control doesn't mean you can control our sexuality. I know. I just need. I just need a fucking cigarette and a red phone. I don't know. Wait, wait <laughs> red point phone and chat. cigar. That's all you need. Yeah. Waypoint in chat says, "Lick the switch on camera, and he'll contribute to the Patreon." So, so here's two things about that. One, he just outed himself as already not contributing to the Patreon. So thanks a lot, Waypoint. And two, if you contribute to the pay, I will absolutely lick a switch. 
on camera. First of all, first of all, no. Also, you don't, please, support us on Patreon if you can. If you can't, that's okay. John will not leverage. John John cannot. John is literally going to lick a switch right now. Rev did it for free. Rev did it for free. That's free, baby. Hold up. Support SDGC. <laughs> hey, can we talk about what games we've been playing? Oh, Spooky? yeah, fine. Like, you know, do you but, want me to lick? Do you want me to lick my Switch too? Yes, I do actually. I do. Right. I'm unhappy. I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? I'm getting my Switch. Hold on. I'm getting my God Switch. damn it, guys! Zach, what are you I'm playing? Gonna, can I lick? No, my Zach, what are you playing? I just played some of the crossplay We're beta. With, oh, talk through this. Just talk through it. Uh, I I played crossplay Call oh, of Duty with Justin earlier. It was he was on PlayStation right and I was on the Xbox. Was and that nice? Yeah, it was kind of like um, Yoshida and Phil Spencer. They did a switch. It was nice. <laughs> you guys are in you chat, Phil, look at so this. Are you are you Phil Spencer in this? Look at this yes. bad boy. Do you guys want this? Everybody in chat, oh. do you want this? Oh. You want that? Yeah. Are is you, that is John? Zach, this is are you good Phil radio. Spencer? Yeah, this isn't good radio, John. No, this is great. Uh, Here we go. Ready? 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 There we go. Look at that. I'll oh, quit this oh. fucking podcast. I don't need this. <laughs> I've probably got I I've probably got hepatitis now, but it's fine. What was on your switch that gave you I hepatitis? Don't know. I don't know. What the fuck? Knows? Where oh, has your Jesus. switch been? I hope somebody in chat uh screen capped that or gift it, by the way. I'm going to tweet that all over the fucking Twitterverse. It's going to be great. All right, guys, video games. What are we talking about first? We're okay. talking about how Zach is Phil Spencer. Yes. Yes. You missed that conversation because yeah. you were busy getting hepatitis from your Switch. Yeah. I, it was worth it. I got. I have to sacrifice my health for, for well, views. And listen, Patreon. I'm going to keep it brief. Justin and I played the Modern Warfare beta, and we ended the game with a 69-69 tie. Nice. Uh, so nice. the game seems fine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking Call of Duty. It seems fine. Uh, I've also been playing Gears of War because it's still a good game where you shoot stuff and it goes. Uh, can, I, can I get which... that again, please? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but oh, I played a little Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I, which I know Justin has been playing too. Uh, I, I, game... I actually finished it already. So yeah, that game is good as it's hell. It's an hour long. <laughs> yeah, that game is good as hell. What have other people been playing, Brandon? What have you been playing? Is it still oh. Final Fantasy? No, 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 no. Oh. I've been digging into uh, it's Final Fantasy related or somewhat adjacent, uh, let's say. Yeah, it's in the same uh, sphere. Yeah, I mean it was okay. So anyway, uh, it's near Automata. Right? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to hear about that. Oh yeah, I got. I'm so glad you love this game, Brandon. I've played like 15 hours. I, I like. I'm starting to see where it's going. Anyway, uh, yeah, so they're doing the Final Fantasy 14 crossover raid with uh, near. It's coming out next month. What's so it called, Brandon? Dark Future? Uh, Dark... Your, your Hod Dark Apocalypse. Dark Apocalypse, okay. Yep, yep. Mm. And uh, they, they talked a little bit about it at TGS and stuff. It's... Anyway, so it got me to play Near Automata, which I put a couple hours into when it came out and then just didn't feel like finishing it. So yeah, I've been, oh, man, kicking myself for not doing that. <laughs> Big time. Because yeah, the game is amazing. Doesn't Honestly, that soundtrack? It, it is not. Yeah, as as will not be a surprise to anyone that actually played it back then. Yeah, the, I, oh, the soundtrack is what the hell. I, I don't even. Oh know. no, the soundtrack. Brandon is literally the. It's it, like if you had to ask me what my top three OSTs this generation were, like near would be in the oh, top yeah. two. So uh, yeah. it's it's incredible. I'm a sucker for a good choir and shit. Like, oh god, yeah. it's it's good. Brandon, when you fought the uh, when you fought the siren boss, like yeah, I love yeah. your reaction. 
Yeah. Yeah, that boss is nuts. Because uh, so here's the thing, like I I am not like completely ignorant of all of the things that Nier Automata does like uniquely and what makes it special. <laughs> like I you know, I read all the threads on NeoGAF when it came out and stuff. And I've read all the threads on Era since. And like you know, I know the soundtrack's amazing. Like I know it's got uh, a lot of variety in the gameplay with like uh top down shooter parts and side scrolling parts and you know character action parts and stuff like that. Like I knew all that was in the game, which is why I gave it a chance in the first place. But I, I don't know. I was just still busy with Overwatch or some shit back then. I played the first level of Nier and I thought it was fine. That's all yeah. I got. Yeah, the first level. It, it's definitely not for everybody. The first like, level just actually isn't good. I mean yeah. maybe it is like on future playthroughs, but as as an opening to your first playthrough it actually sucks. But what I, I'll sucks. say this much: the, the B, the B, the B opening playthrough is completely different. Zach, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. I was just gonna say I bought it on Xbox One, so at least somebody bought that port uh, a year and a half later. That <laughs> uh, was one of yes. five. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Uh, but I don't know, Derek. What have you been playing, bud? Uh, a couple things. So um, obviously, I'm I'm still playing Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and I'll be playing that game for several months. Um, I already went all over that. Uh, last show, um, I did start a fresh playthrough of the original Mass Effect because I've started streaming the. I, I was going to do the whole oh, trilogy, nice. um, and it has been lovely to go back to. It's like meeting an old friend all over again. Um, I really like. It's. I, I sometimes kind of laugh how Shinobi is like obsessed with Mass Effect, and yet I'm like two play sessions in, and I almost want to play nothing but Mass Effect. It's so good. Um, I, I just, I went back to that game. So like, I actually didn't play it. And then I played it two years ago, which is really late after I played Mass Effect two and three. And it really makes you feel uh, bad for all the times that I was like, Oh, Ashley seems like a character worth saving. And then you're like, Oh no, no she sucks. <laughs> actually, she's, she's just the worst. straight up good old can of diet racism going on. Yeah. That feels like a Trudeau, a fucking yeah. Uh, that's true. That's fair. It's a little more than the diet racism, but um, but yeah. So Mass Effect, um, I've been playing through, and then uh, just today I got started on the original Gears of War. I subscribed to uh, Game Pass for PC because uh, Zach was talking about Gears Five being so good, and I was like, well, I can get in on the 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 Game Pass for PC beta, and I made a wish list of a bunch of games I want to play, and I'm playing Gears One. And when I'm done with that, I'm going to look up the plot summaries on Wikipedia for two and three since they're not available and then move on to four and then five. I wonder if there's any emulators that would let you do it. Uh, no, not yet. Yeah, but it's it's all good. But yeah, so, uh, you know, Mass Effect, loving it. Gears of War original. I'm not far in. It's a it's a good, fun, competent kind of like story free shooter. I'm actually really curious. Gears one kicks off real fast. Whereas yeah, I, like the dude's in jail. I got no idea why he's in jail. Everybody just understands things that yeah, I don't. Exactly, and I feel exactly. like I should like, like okay, Gears feels plot free basically to me so far. So it's going to be talking about so far in the original game. But that's the no, thing is it's going to be interesting to see how that evolves across the first game and then jumps from the first game to like the fourth and fifth how big that series changes um so i'm curious you know i'm I'm gonna be there i'm here for it the first game has no storytelling ambition whatsoever at all hey hey you go to your dad's house you go to your dad's house (laughs) (laughs) wait they're both alive every time i go to my dad's house that's not a narrative did you say that you go to your mom's house and your dad's house 
No, just your dad's house. Just your dad's oh, house. No. Yeah. No, please, it's thanks, tears. It's thanks the first for telling me that my parents are divorced. Yeah, no, we don't talk about women in yeah, the there's, first gears. There's, <laughs> there's one woman in the first gears yeah. of war yeah, and one, so far, one. and she exists to get a little blood splattered on her and then to freak out and go, we gotta go. There's yeah. violence here. <laughs> no, that's accurate. That's Sounds accurate. About, that's, that's, that is what women do, yes. Yeah, so. Well, but it's nice to see how far the franchise has come now. That's true. Yeah, and you know what? Pour one out for the car mines, you know? <laughs> I, I I laughed my ass off when I saw Carmine and Gerswa. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, they they keep them going through. Uh, Justin, what you been uh, yeah. playing, bud? Yeah, so um, like Zach mentioned, we uh we've been playing the Modern Warfare beta. I've been playing that quite a uh past couple weekends while it's been live. Um, we're gonna talk more about that. I think on I think we're gonna record a little something else um for that, but uh. I want to talk about Sayonara Wild Hearts because um, Please. people that have been listening have known I've been really looking forward to this game uh, ever since I played the demo at PAX East. I remember, um, I, you, I remember you walking away from that demo just enraptured. I, uh, I had such a huge smile on my face, and the final game absolutely delivered. Um, so, yeah, the game is only about an hour to an hour and a half max. Um, so I got to play through the whole thing this afternoon, which is awesome. Um, I didn't think I'd have much time to play before the show or anything tonight, but I got to finish it. Um, and, oh, it's so good. For those of you that don't know what it is, um, so it's from uh, Samogo um, is the developer, and Annapurna Interactive is the publisher. Um, Annapurna's been on a very, very hot streak for the past couple of years. I've enjoyed pretty much everything that they've put out. Um, but what it is is... Um, a rhythm action game uh, that's entirely choreographed to a pop album um, and is kind of an homage to, like, astrology and Sailor Moon and stuff like that. Uh, not the type of thing that, you know, normally would uh, jump out as my kind of thing, but it's so much fun. Um, I've wanted games that, like, really sync, like... Uh, I, I love it when, you know, the music is very well synced with the action and, like... This game, it's kind of brilliantly um, designed in a way. So, like, you're you're pretty much in full control almost every time. But like, what your controls do and what you how you need to respond like changes constantly with the music, and yet you can almost intuit what you need to do. So, like, you'll be free flying in some levels, then jumping down onto a motorcycle, and then you know getting in dance-offs with rival gangs and stuff. And it's, um, and the whole thing's constantly just building um, until you get, like, into the big boss fight stages, which are, um, uh, the, those are the vocal tracks. So the vocals kick in when you get to the bosses. Um, it's, it's just a very fun, exciting um, thing. It's available um, right now on PS4, Switch, and on Apple Arcade. Yeah. Um, and I recommend you play it wherever you can use the best headphones that you have because the music's excellent. Uh, I'm definitely going to buy the soundtrack. I'm actually firing it up right after the podcast. Like that's... Uh, it, it's, it just put a smile on my face for the whole time it lasted. It's a, it's a really cool game. Awesome. Um, and I found it really memorable, really unique. Um, highly recommend it. Thanks, yeah. Justin. I, lo I love it when you get... You get so happy about games. I love it when you do. 
Thanks. <laughs> sorry, I don't know. Sorry, no, 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 sorry. I, I was. I get, um, I, I I was get that way. I get. I get like really exuberant when a game makes me just super duper happy inside, and so do you. And so it's like, ah, oh, yay. Yeah, it's just like I. I also, I just want to kind of go off on a tangent, but like this is the type of game that um, I'm really glad that like you know more diverse creators are making stuff because like. If you told me that one of my favorite games this year was going to be a magical girl pop album <laughs> music video, essentially, like that's not the type of music I usually listen to. That's not the sort sort of thing that, you know, comes from my background. Uh, but once I found it, it really clicked with me. Um, and so, like, I'm really glad there's still an avenue. For, there's there is becoming more avenues for stuff like this. This also, podcast I, is full of games today whose soundtracks yeah. I want on Spotify. I want the Nier soundtrack on Spotify. I want the Sayonara Wild Hearts soundtrack on Spotify. This is going to be sound ridiculous, but I really want the Goose Game soundtrack on Spotify because I want to listen to like that silent film piano music going on while mm -hmm. I'm working. Also, yeah, I, by the way, it's some real tonal shift going immediately from Sayonara Wild Hearts to Call of Duty. Because like, that's what I did this evening. <laughs> Who's next? John, what are you playing? Is it me? Is it my turn? Yeah. So it's been a rough couple of weeks for us here. Uh, you know, Moo has been, uh, you know, we, we had that whole cancer scare with Moo. <coughs> and, you know, Vicky's health hasn't been great with her ankle and her head. And, and you know, it's just been a, been a dour couple of weeks here. So I'll tell you this much. Super Nintendo games on Switch came along right when I needed them. <laughs> and I have already played through uh, for like the, 38th time each uh super metroid uh super mario world yoshi's island um i it was like it was like eating chicken soup like like it was it, it was warm it was like putting a fuzzy blanket on reb and and sitting on the couch on my switch and just playing games that made me feel safe again and made and were familiar and i knew exactly what to do i i knew the kind of responses they were going to evoke not just in my in my mind but in my heart because i have so many fond memories of playing these games uh in a time during a time period of my life where things were difficult and and that's really just what i needed right now i needed to play super nintendo games on my switch and i was able to do that uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna play more i'm gonna that's i just i fucking love it I could not be happier about Super Nintendo on Switch. And I've also been playing River City, uh, River City Girls, uh, which is one of the most beautifully animated pixel games I have ever seen. And if you have not played it or you're not interested in side-scrolling 2D beat-em-ups, at the very least, when you're driving, put that soundtrack on in the car because it fucking slaps. That, that soundtrack... Derek knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. That yeah. soundtrack is fucking incredible. I want that on Spotify. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Uh, and and also, uh, the, the last thing I'll mention, because, excuse me. Uh, oh, and I've been playing a lot of Collection of Mana. I'm like 70 hours in. I've played through Final Fantasy Legends. I've played through Secret of Mana. And now I am I, like literally at the final boss of my second Trials of Mana run. Um, great collection. But also this week, we've been, my wife and I, picked, Vicky and I, picked up Borderlands 3. Um, because she wanted a, you know, we wanted a co-op game to play. And I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. You're going to tell us the, as much? The so shooting, much. 
the the shooting feels much better than Borderlands 2 did. I put more hours God, in Borderlands. I would hope so. How many years has it, it been? Well, like, well, and, and that was the one like problem that nine. a lot of people had. It's been a long time. It's been like no, I hope se- the shooting's better. Seven seven years. It's been seven years since Borderlands 2. And the shooting feels a lot better. Uh that's not a very low bar because Borderlands 2 shooting was kind of sucked. Yeah. Um and you know what, John? It, it's great to hear the humor has really evolved alongside, right? So let me tell you. So that was my other thing. Uh, and uh, I've uh, and literally everybody I've spoken to, from my friends to my my own brother, agree with me that the humor is total garbage. It sucks. It is abrasive to the point where every time a joke is made, I want to slam my I want to roll my head up in a car window every time I hear uh, a joke in in Borderlands Three. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that. Say what you want about the humor in two, but Handsome Jack was a very well-written, like you know, you love to hate him kind of villain. I don't have to say tales from the Borderlands. I don't have to say anything about Borderlands two. That game didn't already do to itself. They renamed an enemy Boner Farts. Yeah, partway through the game, which is like, all right, cool. Then you've got a six-year-old on the writing staff. At least, at least Handsome Jack was was a he was an a super. He was the most interesting character in the game. Yeah, for sure. Um, The villain, one hundred and twenty percent. Dude, what, what was that? What was that, Brandon? Like 120%. Nobody even oh, close. Then yeah, again, no, he like, also had yeah, a pony like, made, made of diamonds that he named Butt named Stallion. Butt Stallion. So. Like, he, was, he was the best character in the game. And he was, I consider, one of the best characters of Last Generation. Oh, come on. I, I fucking love Handsome, Handsome Jack. I, I think Handsome Jack's one of my favorite villains ever. Yeah. Okay. So, having said yeah. that, right. I'll, I'll, what's that? I'll, what's that, Zach? I just wonder, with Borderlands 3, can you treat it like Ghost Recon Wildlands AI who said shitballs every other couple of worlds? Can you just, like, mute the in-game audio and then just make it a podcast game or something? Like- I've actually, I, I've been doing that on the occasions I haven't been playing with Vicky. I just literally turn the volume down as low as it can get without, like, I can still hear contextual things like environmental noises or bullets, but I don't have to listen to the fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'll say this. The villains are the absolute worst. Like, if gaming was a pale, lifeless ass. Which it is. If? Then, yeah. Then the Borderlands 3 villains would be the biggest pimple on the right cheek. They're, they're fucking, they're YouTubers. They're, they're literally streamers. And one of them says, remember to like, subscribe, and obey. And every time she says it, I want to fucking crawl into a hole and light myself on fire. It's awful. So this is like a right? whole team of screwballs. Reb, please. So, two things. One really short one on that. I have not played this game. I played, like, a brief demo, whatever. I have read some criticism, and my impression of this is that there could have been a lot of potential for having, like, streamers, basically, as the villains. And, like, like that, that is a concept. If someone said, yeah, and the villains are YouTube streamers, and it, like, has a... And if someone said there's a whole bunch of commentary on that kind of culture and stuff, and, you know, why, why it's, you know, maybe not great sometimes... I would have been really interested, but it sounds like Borderlands didn't deliver, which does not surprise me. Anyway, the thing that I really wanted to point to is um, there is a really great article uh, went up on VG247 uh, yesterday. Uh, it's by Jeremy Peel. It's called Borderlands Has a Problem with Dwarfism and Disability. Yes. Um, I'm not going to read that article to you, but I recommend that you go read it because it's... I played like a minimal amount of the first game and a small amount of the second game as well, and that was one of the things that always kind of like rubbed me the wrong way when I was playing those games, and he like really... Peel really, really... Um, articulated it well in that article and it's not so, gonna it's not know. gonna make you feel any better they don't no. like honestly they don't take they don't treat dwarfism borderlands 3 
than they did in Borderlands 2. Like in Borderlands 2, like they called them like, you know, they, they were midgets. They were like psycho midgets and stuff. And, and I was like, eh, yeah, that's not great. And so for Borderlands 3, Gearbox said, okay, well, we're going to take a different approach, right? Or we're going to be more sensitive. So they called them Tinks. And I've never even heard that term before. But then they are like, it is every ridiculous physical character you have ever heard or seen about dwarfism embodied in a video game. And I was just I, like, Vicky and I actually looked at each other. We were like. It's, it's one of those things where you want to look at them and be like, hey, explain the joke. Because if they if they have to explain the yeah, joke, get, the, yeah, joke like is, I, the joke is that dwarfism is funny. I don't know. I mean, I get that people I get that people like Borderlands for like the combat and and the loot system, and people have a really fun time with it. Like I, I definitely respect that. I'm not I'm not, not going to get on the train and tell you not to enjoy your favorite games. But I think there's a lot of problematic elements, like every everywhere from just kind of eh, it's not really funny to oh that's really not funny um, that I I've mean, seen just like, in the brief amounts so, that I played of those games. So, so, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe like worth considering i guess justin actually yeah. said something in, Ju justin asked a question in chat or at least he made a statement in chat uh, uh directed at imran imran said the rick and morty gun is guarded by guys named brick and bordy and justin you said i don't know if that's a joke or not it's not they're guard yeah, it's guarded okay. by two guys named brick and bordy here here's the thing like this summer it, i ended up not quite having the time to do it but i was going to play through all of the borderlands games and kind of you know revisit them and i only got through the first one because i didn't have time to play through all of borderlands 2 and then pre-sequel and stuff um but like like there's stuff that's not great like I, on top of all the um dwarfism stuff uh like literally on the character select screen I wanted to play as the Siren in Borderlands 1. And, like, they, there was a make me a sandwich joke on the character select screen when you highlight the one female character. Like, I mean, it comes from a character that's supposed to be a real asshole, but, like, on the character select screen, it's really frustrating. But then, like, especially in Borderlands 2, um, and kind of continuing into the <clears throat> DLC, I've... Um, like, I've kind of gone to bat for some of the writing, because especially in some of the DLC, like, Tiny Tina was a character I hated in the main game, and then they really did a lot with that character in one of the DLCs, and it was actually a really touching, um, well-written story, and, like, Handsome Jack is something I give a lot of credit for. So, like, it's really frustrating to see that, because I've seen, I haven't played the game myself yet, but I've seen a lot of clips from, um you know, Borderlands 3, and, like, having played Tales from the Borderlands, um, which was done by Telltale, um, we've seen that Borderlands can be smarter without losing its identity, and it can be extraordinarily funny. I think Tales from the Borderlands is one of the best comedy games there is out there. I yeah. was in tears laughing so hard when I played that game. If, um, you, if you only played that and thought, I want to play Borderlands because I want more of this, yeah, uh, you're going to be very disappointed. Player, gives you a bad frame of reference for the whole series yeah so but then like it's borderlands 3 feels like the straw man writing that people say borderlands 2 had um yeah. which is really really frustrating to see it regress on that front because i i really thought that they you know had an opportunity and like another dev team has kind of shown them hey do it like this and like it still felt 
like tales still felt very borderlands i guess like we, we should move on because we're, we're yeah. running long on time but yeah, just making a good, good point but like i guess the last thing i'll say and then we can move on of course i'm deciding i can be the last one i guess um <laughs> but like i guess i guess what's frustrating is like it's been so many years now between borderlands 2 and and this that i feel like for for me to feel like it's worth coming back to you would need to say hey we, we have a reason why we want to come back to this. We want to change some things or do something interesting. And so, like, to hear, like, yeah, the gunplay is the same but a little bit better and the humor is the same is, like, so so why make this game? No, it's just, like, an incredibly exactly iterative experience. Exactly. I can so I love you. It prints money. It prints money. It's yeah. Borderlands 2.5. If, if yeah. you like Borderlands 2, you'll like... It's more Borderlands. That's, well, that's it, it don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not blind to, like, the capitalist part of games. I just mean, like, from the art perspective, if, like, you're going to, like, put your... your years of your life into making this thing that's art like why and like listen there's talented designers who work on this game there's talented people all across the team that make this game there's just a couple bad actors within it but like i just it's just frustrating to see something so iterative and so unnecessary and, and make so many missteps um, but they I, I mean sorry i know you're trying to move on but no they, you're good they're like super aware of that i mean they said that yeah. at the reveal event they said we're this is more borderlands this is more of what you love it's everything it's literally yeah. to, their pitch was with the whole microtransaction gap aside, was exactly what the game turned out to be. More Borderlands, more of the stuff that you love. And every review that I've seen has been, yeah, if you like the other Borderlands, you're going to like this. It's just more of that. And honestly, I, I haven't looked at any sales charts recently, but I'm going to go out on a limb and, and imagine that it's going to sell. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, money, I mean, whatever. I mean, podcasts that talk about politics and video games probably aren't the audience for fucking Borderlands, so let's I mean, move on. So, no. Here, here's yeah. the thing. I wanted more Borderlands with better writing, <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't yeah. get that part. Like, I, I'm somebody that sometimes does kind of take issue with the, oh, we need to innovate every time, but like when there's obvious ways you can improve and then you just don't, it's frustrating. <laughs> All right, well, let, let's move on. What is yeah, our sorry. next topic? Zach, sorry. Zach, Zach uh, where do you want to take us first, man, on this on this roadmap? Uh, I mean, it's it's broad, but I think that we should just hit on, uh, like, game... There's, it's been a big week for game subscriptions. Uh, we touched on earlier with Sinai Wild Hearts. Uh, Apple Arcade has launched, uh, which is a pretty cool bundled service. It's not unlike Xbox Game Pass, which also had a big week uh, with, you know, some new games being added, but also just Gears 5 seems to be doing uh, pretty decent numbers for Game Pass. Um, but then in addition to that, uh, we we're also going to talk about Stadia because there's Stadia has been back in the headlines, um, with its uh, founders. I mean, yeah, a little bit with its founders edition and its premiere edition and, uh, some of the stuff that goes around that. Um, does anybody want to, where's, where's the good entry point? Is it Apple Arcade? Is that the most significant thing that we should start on? Yeah, yeah I, I think Apple launched. Arcade is probably, Apple Arcade launched. Um, I think, I think maybe aside from the fact that it launched and has a bunch of really cool games. I think there's like some interesting conversations sort of floating around it. So one of them is the fact that Apple seems to have a really like interesting product here at minimum, but they don't seem to quite understand what to do with it. Like their, their reveal event for the release date, they showed like three games and uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts is fantastic, but the other two, we were kind of like, okay. And then we all went to the Apple Arcade website and saw this huge like list of all these real, like Square Enix has something on there. Us Two Games has stuff on there. Like all these really big publishers have stuff on there and all the video game people are like, wait, what the hell? Like, why didn't you show all of this? Um, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm let you let you, Justin. And I, the just, other... no, I just have a question because like, oh. is there a full list of stuff that's on Apple Arcade? Because like, it seemed like it was just a side note, but like They've, they're launching with Sinara Wild Hearts, Overland, 
uh, Mutazion, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, uh, Jenny LeClue, and a whole lot of other things that, like, looked really cool like a new game from the monument valley people yeah looks really good. i'm i'm in the yeah. middle of updating my phone right now so <laughs> i can i can actually sub yeah. to apple arcade because um for me like a sub service for a lot of really cool indie games or retro games and stuff is actually more appealing than i think like a triple a sub service um, it is, I, and I, I want to get to that, but I want to yeah. finish on Apple. Sorry, go, go, go ahead. Sorry, I was getting so off. They did, they did two other really weird things with their rollout. Uh, the second thing is they la- they did a beta for, I think, people who have a certain version of iOS three days early, which sounds great and all, except they didn't apparently tell any of their developers or publishers they were doing this. Like a couple <laughs> of the, like the Sayonara Wild Hearts people straight up said it. Um, I've heard from a couple other uh, PR folks that, yeah, uh, our people didn't know. Um, it just they- happened. They were mad too, because like they're they're, they weren't even sure if it was the final version of the game, because they had submitted you know several patches and right. like updates and stuff that you know would be would be transparent. Um, you know nobody would actually see it before it went up, so they didn't even yeah. know if it was the final build of the game or anything. Yeah. So then the third thing they've done that I actually just saw this evening is in their announcement for this, they said it was going to launch with over 100 games. Uh, I think it was, I don't have to pull it up here, I think it might have been Pocket Gamer Biz uh, did a look at it, and pretty sure it's only in the 70s somewhere. I mean, that's still a good chunk of games, but that's also a lie. So, yeah, yeah. real interesting rollout, Apple, for a service that honestly, as Justin said, looks appealing on many fronts. I mean, it is, I don't have iOS, it's a walled garden within a walled garden, as someone on Twitter said today, like, that's frustrating but like i mean the games look good yeah five, five bucks a month well it's like one of those things where like what you're describing is great like there's a ton of great games in here but like apple launching that uh whatever before telling other the developers and publishers is like not a great first impression of like how i and apple treating their uh their 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 partners on this i really hope that apple is gonna be better about treating I, their games I, but it might have even I'm not even sure if it was supposed to go up. It was just an update to the beta for iOS 13. I don't, who knows? Like it was, it's a weird situation. I'm just really frustrated that that Octopath Traveler spinoff is releasing exclusively on Apple Arcade. It looks great. And I really wanted something like that on Switch. And so that is, that is kind of a a bone of uh, contention for me. Um, What other, what other exclusive games from big, uh, from like the big developers are hitting Apple Arcade because I know Octopath Traveler, uh, whatever it's Cap- called. Cappy's new game is out, right? Yes, Cappy's games is that. Was that? Oh, wait, no, what was there? No, game? it's not Overland. Ah, uh, shit. Ah, uh, fuck. It looked good. What fucking game? Look, look, look better than below. Uh, yeah, sorry. I can't. Like, I know exactly what game you're talking. Grindstone. Yeah, Grindstone. thank you. It's Grindstone. Thank you, thank you chat. It's Grindstone. Um, and I want to see, I want to say that, I mean, there are other games that are, I mean, it's impressive. Uh, enter, though, right? enter like, the, I mean, or, Sonic I'm sorry. Racing, yep. Sayonara Wild Hearts, Lego Brawls, Where Dungeon. Cards Fall, Where Cards Fall is from Snowman. I'm pretty sure they're the ones who did Alt, Alt, uh, Alta's Odyssey. Uh, that's really good. Uh, Assemble with Care is the new game from Us 2. Uh, let's see, Gameloft's got stuff on here. Konami's got Frogger and Toy Town. Uh, Oceanhorn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm looks a little bit like Breath of the Wild for some reason. Um, oh, yeah, that one. I, I mean, like, I just open up the website and there's just a shit. Cat Quest 2 is on here? Are you kidding me? I'm, like, I'm sorry, was like, that Cat Quest? Cat, Cat Quest. Quest 2, the sequel. You don't know about Cat Quest? No. Cat Quest is on Switch, dude. It's wholesome. It's, it's apparently very good. 
This seems like something I should know about. I like I like cats. It's like I mean, Zelda like literally, Bar- like you yes. open the you open the Apple Arcade like homepage, and a bunch of games just scroll past, and they all either look really gentle and nice or interesting, or they have really good publishers or something. I don't know. It's just like it's great. Premium mobile games are fucking badass, and I I really want. I want this to succeed for the developers because yeah. pr- premium mobile games. I mean, I, I have skepticism about whether or not it will succeed and I don't know what their revenue model is. I know a lot of people have speculated on it, but I haven't heard anyone actually confirm as to what the payout method for devs is. Um, I want it to do well for them because premium mobile games have the hardest fucking time with, yep. in this like free to play world. It's just a disaster. And I, I want to see more of these premium games do well because I want my, my hope is that they get enough payout for this. And this is like, I mean, it's not quite the Epic Games Store, but I want it to be sort of a security blanket. So more developers look at this and say, okay, well, if I go on there, I'll get like some kind of guaranteed amount of revenue and I can maybe do something a little riskier, a little weirder, and then it'll pay off for them. And the subscription service, you know, one of those good things. That's what I want to happen. Well, and I, and like building on what Reb's saying, like I'm, I'm kind of hoping that people who make these, these premium experiences on, on mobile, uh, who often get their games cloned like 2048 and, and threes, um, like, I'm hoping that with Apple Arcade, potentially there'll be more protection for developers who have their work basically copied and, and ripped off and they lose revenue. I, I don't know if that will mean active, uh, Apple will take a more active role, but I would I would hope, right? Mm. Maybe? No? Sorry, hey, I was uh, getting hydrated. I agree with no, you. Just, just no, 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 it's fine. No, I, I just I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, I actually want to give a shout out, well, uh, one, to Hypothetical Velociraptor, subscribe to tier one for three months. We really appreciate that. Uh, thank you so much. And then uh, also to to Goofbert, uh, who I just realized is look at me go from Twitter. And if you guys follow oh. him, he's fucking awesome. So, dude, it's it's been a long time since I do. I'm fucking. I'm so glad you're here. That's fucking outstanding. But uh, thank you, get a hypothetical hypothetical Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Yes. I'm three beers in now, so I'm, and they're all like 10% alcohol. So you know, it's, it's hard, hard enough to deal with velociraptors when they're not hypothetical. Velociraptor, Hi- hypothetical velociraptor. Justin, uh, you had your hand raised. Hold on, Rep. What was that noise? Oh, nothing. Okay, that was actually me. Uh, there must be a velociraptor in here somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> is that is that what they sound like? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm certain you, you I don't know. know. What they sound like? Um, anyway, just kind of, uh, bouncing off the point that Reb made. So I've, I've been actually like, uh, dabbling in a bunch of, um, uh, mobile games recently. Uh, people that follow me will have seen my progress in idle human. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so a lot of these games, like, especially now we've kind of moved past that, um, the, the like horrible energy systems into, we're going to show you ads every 10 to 15 seconds that you play um and like some games have like you know you can pay three bucks to you know get rid of ads which for a couple i have but like it's it i'm really hoping apple arcade succeeds so that people actually pay attention to the premium games and demand more and demand them more because some of these games are really fun I immediately deleted them because they were selling that like you couldn't do anything without just continual ads. Yeah. Like it it's ridiculous. Like um there's one game I was playing where each like round lasted five to ten seconds. 
with a 30 second ad between it and it's like I'm, oh my god no i'm not going to hard keep, no jesus christ keep, keep playing this you're spending more um, time on ads than game at that point is yeah. there an and option like, also so, i'm so, somebody that i'm also somebody that has like limited data on my plan and like i can't be streaming audio and video for all these fucking ads like when i just want to play a game like when i'm on a break at work is there a, is there a pay to play option like you pay you pay x amount of dollars so, some some games have that some do not um yeah it depends on it depends on the developer and depends on the publisher yeah so, so i think no reb i'm sorry go ahead please the other two things that i make want to make sure that we note about this is actually one of them is what uh glorious war just brought up in chat is that google is not just rumored but google has actually confirmed uh that their play pass thing that was kind of floating around is real we don't really have any details about it but it seems to be a rival to apple arcade so sans any details, I'm really, I, I, I love the look of Apple Arcade. I think the big problem with Apple is that their phones are too fucking expensive. Um, and so I would love a poor man's Apple Arcade for me and my yeah. little Android phone. Um, so I'm really hoping that that service is comparable in some way. Um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up is that I think Apple Arcade will be really, really good for families. Um, you can have it on up to six devices at once, no ads, no microtransactions. And I don't, I don't know a lot about Apple's parental control system, but they do have some form of parental controls. Like there's been a big issue in the industry lately talking about loot boxes and microtransactions with the specific, uh, thought that they affect kids in a very particular way because a kid picks up a, you know, has a tablet, they get a free mobile game. They don't kid like little, little kids don't understand money. Um, yeah. and, 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 also, par and parents don't always understand video games. So little like, kids seeing that many ads too, like, Oh yeah, no, like right. it's just, um, just kind of going off that point. It's like between it, you see ads for other mobile games that are also ad supported. And it's just like ads to sell you more ads to yeah. sell you more ads. I'm going to point like, out that in the broadcast that. industry, we are mandated by the FCC, uh, to only air like X total minutes of advertising during children's programming. There is a oh, hard surprising. there is a hard cap on that in broadcast television. Um Funny, because it is known that you can be incredibly predatory in your advertising in stuff marketed to children and it's there is no equivalent wow. within the mobile gaming market. Wow. But anyway, yeah, I think I think it's a really good opportunity for parents to have this service that they can feel comfortable. They pay 5 bucks a month. They I mean, I don't I don't encourage parents to be hands-off with their kids and games, but they they have a slightly more comfortable feeling that when they hand the tablet off to their kid, they know the kid is playing one games that they're fine with because there's presumably some sort of parental controls and two they're not actually just going to spend a bunch of money so uh i unless anybody's got anything else with apple arcade i kind of want to take reb's point about uh google having its rival to to this uh as a chance for us to move over to stadia because uh, i think the two are probably going to be pretty tightly interlinked uh, does that sound about right to you guys oh, too maybe i don't know i mean i i can't i mean i don't know that's interesting i don't know no, i mean i i i would have to i mean this is my my speculation is that if you're trying to sell so Google Stadia's whole thing was that, you know, you don't have to have a piece of hardware, but you'll still be buying a $60 game, right? You're still going to be buying, uh, yes. you know, you're still going to be buying Doom for 60 bucks. But, you know, with their Game Pass equivalent, perhaps there will be some tiers in there that will um, allow you to play games in a similar way to Apple Arcade or, or Xbox Game Pass. But, I mean, I don't know. That's purely yeah. speculation. Well, the Google Stadia news that I think you were referring to originally this week is that uh, the Founders Edition is sold out yes. in Europe and nearly sold out in the U.S., U.K., and Canada. Right. Um, I think that's mildly interesting. We don't really know how many they had originally, so that could mean a lot of different things. Uh, they're replacing it with a Premier Edition that's the same cost, but it's missing some shit. Uh, it doesn't yeah. have the Buddy Pass. It doesn't have a few other things. Um, 
But yeah, they're doing that. And I also learned today that apparently, I, I didn't know this. Apparently, I just missed the information somehow. Apparently, the only way you get in at launch in November is if you buy the Founders or Premiere Edition. Like when it launches in November, you can't, like I thought you could, when it launched, you could just pay $9.99 and get it from it. That's what I thought. Apparently, that's not the case. Um, really? Huh. Yeah. That's an interest. So, so if you don't want the what's it called, Rev, the Pro Edition? Yeah, the Pro. I mean, you can't eventually. They, they said they said that. Well, we don't know. It could like the the PR person said that it's not going to be at launch. So that could mean fucking anything. We oh have, yeah. We don't have a release date for Founders or Premiere. It's sometime in November. So this could mean anything from Founders and Premiere launch November first, and the regular Pro subscription launches the next day. Or it could mean it doesn't launch till 2020. Like we don't know. And I think yeah. that's like kind of weirdly obfuscating, right? Like you're you're trying to encourage people to pre-order the service on the basis that they're going to get it before everybody else. And right. like if you want to play at launch. Like, like I'm looking at it right now. I, I, I don't have the money to get Stadia Pro, but imagine that I did and had and was able to kind of like spend that money. I'm looking at it. I want to play at launch. I'm thinking, okay, well, the only way I'm going to play at launch is if I spend what 130 bucks on it. But then the next day they just launch Pro. Yeah. Like I don't know. I it's it's very weird. I don't the, I don't know what's going on. Everything with like Stadia's launch launch and pricing model, like it just confuses me because like when they first pitched it it sounded like it could actually potentially be a fairly disruptive thing. Being able to play, you know, big AAA games without having to buy um, hardware. But, like, I don't know what market there is to pay to stream, pay full price to stream games that isn't willing to buy, you know, separate hardware. Like, it just... I don't know where the target market is for this because a lot of people that are, you know, um, hardcore about games are concerned about input lag and image quality. And also, Hey, I don't want to pay $60 and not be able to play it locally. Um, and, but I also don't know where that casual audience is. That's willing to pay $60 to play the new Assassin's Creed without having, without being willing to buy a console. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. My, my biggest thing with, with Stadia has always been that, like, I think that, especially in the digital era between Switch and, and lower mo- and models of Xbox One, the barrier to entry to get a console that can also do, you know, that can also be your Netflix machine or whatever is actually like, quite a bit lower than it used to be, but $60 for a single item is probably a lot to justify for a family, right? But if, like, I don't know. I mean, like, literally one game is a fourth the cost of an Xbox One now, which is, like, kind of a lot to ask. Right? I don't know. And I, yeah, and I still have problems with, like, you're paying $10 a month just to have 4K on top of it, so... And then if you stop paying for that, your your games that you originally bought at 4K aren't at 4K anymore. I'm just... I don't know. What's up, John? So I actually have a question for Zach, since he's our resident Xbox. So I, I don't know who had mentioned it, uh, but somebody had mentioned... Uh, or popped the idea that Apple Arcade was positioning itself as a competitor of sorts to Google Stadia. But wouldn't a more apt... Com- I, I heard somebody say that. But wouldn't a more apt comparison be Microsoft's xCloud, which I think has the potential to blow Stadia out of the water if it wait, has wait, its cards right? What are we comparing? A- yeah. Apple Arcade and Google's PlayPass are probably going to be yeah. I mean, Google Stadia might be trying to... Ri- well, xCloud might be coming into rival Stadia. 
Yes. That's what like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the, okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't say they're the same. So, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't say they're, they're totally the same, John, but I would say that, like, yeah, Stadia, Stadia's cloud stuff would probably potentially have some crossover with... What is Xbox calling it? xCloud right now? X-Cloud. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. It'll probably... That's, like, that's like a project name. Project yeah. xCloud. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they're, are, they're, are comp, they're, they're similar. I would say that... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would say Microsoft is probably poised to do better uh, because they've already got that install base. They have Xbox Game Pass and they have loyalty with publishers. If they put Game Pass on it, I think they will, but we we don't know. That's speculation. Oh, you think think they'll put... I'm sorry, you're saying that... Reb, you think they'll put Game Pass on Stadia? No, 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 no. My theory is that whatever Microsoft rolls out for its cloud service, whatever, they will find a way to pair it with, with Game Pass and will... I, I think if they do yeah. that, they will destroy Google because there's already yeah. a fucking library there. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I would I would guess the same thing, Reb. I would say that it, especially when you're selling something called Game Pass Ultimate, that's fifteen dollars a month. I cannot imagine not including some of those offerings with your XCloud. I don't think XCloud will be free, uh, but you know we'll we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a tough thing, John, and I I don't know if there's one to one, and it's it's hard to say because Xbox is similar to Google in that they're only doing beta testing for XCloud this year, but they they will not be paying that. It's like based on insider rings that anybody can sign up for. No, that's totally fair, man. All right. Yeah. Speaking of Microsoft, Zach, do you want to move us on to our Microsoft, uh, our next Microsoft topic? Because I think we got another one to talk about, right? It's the uh, the way yeah. they're recording their... I just want to yeah. throw in one single concluding sentence. I think it's yeah, really please. funny that we have Apple and Google both trying to enter, like, subscription stuff yeah. all of a sudden and doing a real weird marketing job about it. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah, like the, I, I guess that's the tie together between the two of them. I don't no, know. you're anyway, right, Reb. It's, it's, it, there's a lot of wires being crossed there. It's yeah. a I, weird time. I think just, just that point, I think um, in gaming, like, you really kind of have to have an established brand. I, I think Apple and Google are kind of counting on, hey, we're Apple and Google. People will buy things when we do it. I think it, among gaming, like, mm. in gaming, you kind of have to have that established name in gaming before people will really trust you with it yeah 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 uh so so i yeah uh so it's this news kind of rides so first on like monday or tuesday microsoft came out and said uh gears 5 had like the biggest uh xbox ip launch since halo 4 in 2012 halo yeah halo 4 in 2012 uh which is a pretty big deal for them i mean but their metrics for counting that are kind of weird and fuzzy um and speaking of weird and fuzzy metrics that seems to be microsoft's new angle for how they're going to be reporting uh who's engaging with their with their content um and how uh if you thought it was hard to track how many people were playing xbox before and how many people are on xbox live it's, it's only going to get worse um justin i knew that you kind of had some big concerns about this Do you kind of want to tell people like what they're doing and why that might be problematic to a consumer if it is at all so i mean this is just more I have trouble un- understanding a lot of business stuff. Um, like uh, we've been having discussions talking about, um, you know, Game Pass and how it impacts uh, Microsoft's bottom line and stuff. And I've seriously just been asking questions, like because I don't know how the math works. So for me, I really like it when the businesses release good breakdowns of where they're making money, and like especially because Microsoft is moving towards. Um, a lot of services um, that are kind of unique to Xbox or new um, new in the gaming market, I want to see what's being successful, see how you know people that play on Xbox are receptive to that. 
to them, see if maybe, hey, are these, ex you know, expanding the audience a little bit? Um, and right now, they're, I mean, this generation, for reasons we all know, uh, they've gotten very far away from sharing hardware numbers, uh, which was unsurprising, but also, you know, annoying if you're trying to follow sales. And that, then they went from subscriber numbers to monthly active users. And now it looks like we won't even be getting like separate like Game Pass subscribers, live subscribers. It's all just going to be lumped into just one like Xbox services or something. Yeah. I, like, I think it's not, not even going to have separate like digital or physical game sales. Like I think all game sales are going to be lumped in that as well. Like it's just going to be this is what Xbox is making. Um, so it's so, going to be really hard to see how it's like, do people on Xbox spend more on game pass and not as much on other games? Like, do they spend on live? Um, we're not going to be able to break those kind of things down to see where they're going and see if some of these initiatives they're working on um, are working or not. So right. I mean, that's just kind of a bummer for me, especially as somebody that does have difficulty, you know, translating because microsoft's marketing speak is astounding <laughs> and so like trying to get over that and you know with them further obfuscating numbers and stuff is just annoying it's like a general frustration for me especially as someone who writes about b2b shit um I, and i zach actually asked me if i talk about this and i have not i i saw the news about xbox but i haven't actually i what i wanted to do is i wanted to like look at it and say okay what numbers were they reporting what what does this mean now and like actually give some sort of thoughtful response i didn't have time today um so i i, I can't speak to specifically what this means but i think I think looking at the industry in general over the last, I mean, e even just the last, I've only been doing this for a year and a half. I've been doing, a, I did consumer journalism for a few years before that. Even just over that short period of time, I've noticed a move towards fewer concrete numbers and more vague things like, oh, we had X amount of downloads, which on, on like a free game, which doesn't mean anything or, you know, like the gradual movement from unit sales to things like monthly active users and stuff like that. And then, and then even more vague things like, Oh, our engagement was triple what it was over this period. Um, we were looking, I think gears of war gears five uh, posted some stats like last week or something. And we were talking about them uh, in our work slack and how, yeah, they were kind of useful, but the periods they were comparing didn't seem to be equivalent. And there were some other fuzzy things about them that didn't quite make it a helpful way to talk about the numbers. It's just, it's very frustrating that we can't really get, I mean, even like, even things like the NPD, like the NPD is one of the most concrete, like sales bits that we have that's consistent over a period of time. Um, but whenever you look at it, you see a bunch of asterisks, asterisks and stuff, because some people don't report digital sales. Some people don't report PCs. Some people don't report this or that. Um, you get, we do charts for the uh, EMEA, it's a uh, Europe, Middle East, Africa, help me, Australia, uh, that region, sorry, I forgot the acronym. Um, but we do those charts and we have a problem where we report them every week. And then the following week, we look back at the previous week's numbers for comparison and all the rankings are different than they were when we reported them last week. And we're like, wait, why did that happen? It's because a bunch of people turned their shit in late. Like Ubisoft didn't get its shit in. And so Tom Clancy's whatever was actually at number three when it wasn't actually on the chart last week. And so everything moved down and now we don't, now our article is inaccurate, but we can't keep going back and editing like every single article, like into infinity because someone finally submitted their numbers. Like, it's just, 
it's a mess and data in the industry is a mess. And I'm, I'm very frustrated that Microsoft is now contributing to the fuzziness of data. <sighs> yeah. Thank Reb, you. I mean, it's it's you rant about that. that was Reb, my opinion. Reb, they, Microsoft isn't really starting to contribute to that. I remember, no, I know, I know. I remember some of their updates were just like, Oh, you know, X million locusts were killed in Gears 4 this weekend and stuff like that, where people, it was just uh, random yeah, data points. Yeah, for people games. ate like five million people ate sandwiches uh while <laughs> while playing Gears of War. Uh but like yeah. like has it has it been this hasn't this been the direction that they've, Microsoft has been training? They've for been while, doing this way? shit for like, a long time, even before that, John. Like like even if you look at like Halo 5 Garden, one of their metrics they turned in was how much money they made off of the intellectual property during a period of time, but that also included console unit sales, controller sales that were tied to right. Halo. Halo like, like yeah, they, like, they've been doing that shit forever. Well, they really have. This is just the move. This is just, I mean, this is just like almost kind of completing the move of Xbox to a service as opposed to just yeah. like a singular box on right. your television, right? Right. It, it's um, kind of like, it's kind of like how Netflix isn't going to tell you how uh, the, uh, the new season of Mindhunter is doing like raw numbers wise. They're just going to tell you if it's healthy or not. And like, you're just going to take their word and like, exactly. it's going to be ambiguous. And that's kind of, I mean, honestly, that's probably even a more general Microsoft's doing. Um, it's yeah, also it another really good example of that is, and I'm, I'm talking out of my ass here because I don't have it in front of me, but uh, World of Warcraft, uh, Blizzard has been doing this for World of Warcraft. So Warlords of Draenor was the last uh, expansion they reported player counts for. They stopped doing that largely because Warlords of Draenor was shit and they lost a lot of players. Um, after that, they started reporting things like, oh, this launch saw a, a 130% increase in players at launch. But when you don't have what the original number was, you have nothing to compare it to, so you don't. That doesn't actually mean anything, and right. you don't know what period they're reporting over. You don't know, like, like there could have been other factors in there. You don't know if they're talking about people subscribed or people who were just logged in. Like, there are so many, or even accounts. Like, there are so many factors in there that looking at that, like, people will report that down and they'll be like, "Oh, it was a big success," but we looked at that and we're like, "We don't, we don't know. It doesn't mean anything." And then they go on to pile more numbers on top of that. So then the next launch will be like, "Oh, it was fifty percent better than one hundred thirty percent better than unknown." Like, it's that, like yeah. it's like getting a fucking state of data. I'm so annoyed by it. It's like talking about how you got a 12 percent raise and not mentioning that you only make ten dollars an hour at Walmart. Like, <laughs> right. you know, yeah, 12 percent's a good raise in most oh, industries yeah. if your base wages aren't sad. You know, I yeah. mean, right. So right. I, I've actually got a, a very very special announcement uh, for for our chat. You're gonna lick that um, slime. What's that? You're gonna lick that slime, bro. Why not? Okay, we uh, go. I'll, I'll, like, I'll fuck it. At this point, I'll fuck it. Uh, if it gets me views. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I think people are already viewing us. He just said that. But... <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That didn't really come out the way I wanted what, it to. What's this announcement? But... What's this so, announcement? Here's the announcement. If he, licks, announcement. if he licks anything, I'm leaving. I just don't want to I'm not going to lick anything. Announcement. But... John is licking me. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it looks like... As long as all the stars align, next Thursday we are launching our brand new STGC emote. The long requested fuck barrel <laughs> is coming to STGC as an emote. I don't even oh, remember shit. what that is. I oh, wasn't here from, for it. I have no idea what card H stream. We are all in the fuck barrel next Someone Thursday. told a story. 
I don't even know. It right. came from me. I, I, it yeah, was quite funny story. at the time. I'm and sure. There was something about like a vegan pirate. I don't. <laughs> and as a special, if if Anthony Agnello, who is in chat right now, sends me apparently what is a picture of him with a Rosalina amiibo in his mouth. No, we're not doing I that will one. Also make that amiibo. We're not yeah. doing that one. No, we are no. We're not no. doing that one. Oh, you guys. No. Know. Oh, John, if you play stupid games, you are gonna win some stupid prizes. <laughs> <laughs> John plays stupid games with, on this show? <laughs> I already play stupid games. I've been playing Borderlands 3 this week. What else are we talking about? Yeah, what uh, else are we talking about? Uh, are we we gonna... have t- is there another topic? It's been kind of like, it's, it's been a weird week, right? Like, there have been like, and now everybody in chat just wants more licking. No. No, no we're done licking. Tire. I mean, what, about, what else am I licking, guys? Like, what about... What about Mario? No, don't lick Mario, please. Okay. He's a plumber, and that's well, asking I mean, for actual hepatitis. There's, here's a. Uh, I mean, there is some news about news we're getting next week. I mean, the, uh, I mean, I mean, the news is, is that I should lick Mario, right? What's the news, Justin? Uh, Sony has announced that they are doing a state of play. Um, oh, cool! Next another Tuesday. another twenty minutes of nothing. Cool. Uh, and it's twenty minutes. Uh, and. I don't think it is a coincidence that it is on the same day as press is getting hands-on with The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I and you know just in just in time for uh, the Outbreak Day, um, which is September 26th in the game world. Uh, September 26, 2013, uh, in the world of the game, uh, which they, Naughty Dog has been making a bigger deal of the past few years so seems it's been over a year since we've seen anything um from that game there's gonna uh, be a so, it's gonna be a blowout can on, i, I i've been so busy with ff7 remake like hype i didn't even realize it's been that long and oh, also, yeah, can i can i have a cynical question uh, i just you know i, I gotta feel blunt why are we why are we have like listen i'm excited for that i have a lot of confidence that that game will be good why are we having press come play that game for three hours like six weeks before press could be playing death like why, why aren't we having something for death stranding why isn't this happening probably because kojima is still working on death stranding okay. and and that's, yeah. that's fine that's fine okay yeah okay. i i'm asking the last of us out this year it no, does not have I, a release date no uh, so, so i assume I it's early next have... year we're gonna get we're gonna know that that's when they're gonna drop the release date and it's gonna be February. That's my February. February. Oh, dude! Sony almost always February. releases something the last week in can, February. Can you imagine though, The Last of Us in February and then Final Fantasy in March? Like, what the fuck? God. I can't. I can't fucking handle that shit. And it looks like Anthony agrees. Like February. It's. I think. I feel like. I feel like somebody on this podcast had speculated that it might be pushed to May, and I don't know if I agree with that. There were rumors that it, that it might have gotten bumped. I think that's uh, pushing it think, too close to the PS5, fun. Zach. I no, doubt. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I doubt they're doing a three-hour hands-on for a game that far away. That's not Sony's usual. Right. Um, that's not Sony's usual approach. No. I mean, there could potentially be a last-minute delay if they need it because Sony is 
is open to those for some of their big titles. It's I mean, if it was just Square Enix, the origi- yeah, absolutely. The it happened with the original. Off. It happened with the original Last of Us just a couple of weeks before launch. They bumped it. I six remember weeks. that. Um, yeah, uh, it happened with God of War. So I mean, there's potential yeah, that there the could Last be of Us one came in hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually agree with Anthony's assessment that it's probably February or March uh, to line up at the end of the fiscal year. Um, especially if they're doing PS5 or whatnot next year, Last yeah. of Us will probably be the last big. That Final Fantasy will be the last big. So, yeah. but but Reb, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. If if the Last of Us and Final Fantasy VII are the last big. For... Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> I did that specifically for you. I appreciate it. Um, if those are the last big kind of kind of blowouts for PS4, what happens to Ghosts of Tsushima? Next that's gen. A yes, gen. That's a that's a game. That, that's oh, getting yeah. the Halo Infinite treatment, 100%. where it is or going is to come gen? out on PS. It's going to come out on PS4. Technically, every game is going to be cross gen. Oh well, yeah. yeah, technically, yeah. But um, you know, Death Stranding's going to get some like complete edition on the oh, PS5 yeah. that yeah. Co- that comes with like a baby. Your baby wears sunglasses in that version. <laughs> a living <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> just. just well, you know, what is this Spidey Two launch title? But, oh, Anthony, but Anthony, what? You're but what, what Justin was saying is is absolutely right. And Justin, I'll let you finish that thought. So I don't remember what you were, I was. Well, saying. You, were, you were just saying no, no, no. It's okay. You were you were saying that it's going to be a cross gen thing where it will oh, be yeah. like yeah. Ghost of Tsushima yeah. is, yeah. I think, absolutely going to be There's, like this. The yeah. the same thing as Halo Infinite where it is going to be shown as a PS5 title. They're going to market it as a PS5 title. It will come out on PS4, um, but it's going to be treated as like the big triple A launch title. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's my question for the entire group then, right? What, what drink will Ghost of Tsushima partner (laughs) with? To promote it, like, like, what? is it going to be White Claw? It's, is it, oh, is it, it's absolutely no. bang. It's got to be sake, right? It, is it? No. Can, well, no, like, it can't be. No, someone explain the joke. So, it's, because it's Monster, Monster Energy Monster is Energy and Death Stranding. Wait, Reb, Reb, have you huh? seen the pictures of Mo- like Red? No, Reb. Monster Energy is how you oh. regain your health in Death Stranding. Wait. Wait, Reb, have you missed this? Reb, you missed Reb this was Reb? out of town oh, last shit. week and missed this. Reb, was this Reb, 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 Reb. turned off? No, hold on. hold on, hold on, hold on. Was this when Twitter turned off? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why? When I came back to Twitter, I specifically asked you all to tell me what I missed. Oh, I, I can't I got believe. like a couple of dog I can't believe oh. we didn't, we didn't Why didn't Reb know this. Okay, go ahead, so Zach. also, also, so, so two things. One, so monster energy is everywhere in the game. It is how you boost your, uh, it is Are how you, you boost your stamina. This is real? You no, it's real. real. It's real. Okay, Shout at TGS, I will hang on, hang on, hang The booth at TGS had no Sony branding. It was just cans of monster energy that were like giant inflated. It's this incredible. Is a giant fucking drink. It, you are no, 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 no. Here's no, the thing. Google it right now. Here's Reb, the this thing. Reb, you get a canteen. We were making Killy jokes all day. Yeah. Reb, now you get a canteen but, in the game, and when you put water in the canteen, it converted into Monster Energy. If it was, if it was anybody else besides Kojima, everyone would be laughing. Kojima, we're like, all right, no, no, no. this, it seems fine. This uh, tracks. No, it, yeah. It, no, it looks, it's awful. Uh, now, Reb, also, he, uh, they revealed that your grenades in that game are, are your piss. Uh, in a grenade, and you throw your piss. No, it's, it's your gamer girl bathwater. It's the liquid that comes off of you when you shower. It's Get your bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying like it's so much better, but like, 
I mean, I, I don't guess think it's this, not is, real. I no, don't Rev, it's real. this is real. No, Rev, it's real. Rev, it's 100% real. I'm not real. finding it on the internet. Your canteen Rev, turns Rev, water I, into I'm monster and you throw bath water in it. It's 100% real. Rev, 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 your bath water is used for grenades in the game. Not yours specifically, but Norman Reedus' bath water. Norman Reedus' bath water. Their TGS booth had a monster can the size of the booth. Anyway, there... Just one thing, Reb, there are people who still think this game is going to be good, so... Uh... It's going to be amazing. <laughs> listen, yeah, listen. We already had this conversation. Uh... Oh, Reb, by the way, you can choose whether or not you want to use the bathroom standing up or sitting down at any yep. time. You sure can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want, I got, I got, I got one thing um, that mm, everyone is, is, is chuckling about the fact that if you aim the camera at Norman Reedus's crotch too much, he covers it and, and then eventually gets mad and he punches the camera. He punches. Um, and everyone's like real great about that. And I just want to point out, this is from the same exact dude who needed to make uh, an almost entirely naked woman dance in front of you in a helicopter the all the time. Um, and, and naked dance in the rain. Um, so I'm hey. glad that you're worried about, uh, you know, privacy when it comes to men and not women. Derek. Derek, Reb, look in the chat. Reb, look in the chat and clip that. I'm not ashamed of my words and deeds. Derek, Derek, please. We were told by Kojima that she has a skin condition, and that's why Quiet dressed the way that she does. Yeah. I'm still and, not finding. And that's why you can get an outfit. Reb, Reb I sent wait, 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 you wait, 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 a picture. Okay, I saw the picture, but that, I mean, that could mean fucking anything. I'll bring it up. I found the thing about the eyewear. I'll bring it up. <laughs> the thing oh, about eyewear? I think all of this is a lot of bullshit. Reb, I sent you a picture in chat about the monster I, energy I see thing. That. Oh, six a six a six axis. Why did no one else report this? Is it because it's product bullshit? It's be it's because it's because it's Kojima, and God yeah. forbid we okay, say something so mean. I've got I've got an I've got an article up here. Right, this is from no. Game Revolution. I don't Guys, know this is like fun. half of our last episode. I really don't want to get into it. It is pretty wild, but so yeah, we, we need to, to we, can we go need on. slow down I on this. Say. All I'm right, very all right. baffled. All right, it's wild. It's I'm the most saying, wild product placement we've seen in. I just can't believe. Said. I just can't believe that we forgot to bring Reb up to speed on that. Yeah, I feel bad. I about that. I don't really know what all your problem is, and I feel very betrayed. I'm sorry, Reb. Like this is on me. I'm podcast dad. This is my fault. Mm-hmm. It is. This is my fault. It I'm is sorry. his fault. I'm not taking responsibility on this. Shut one. the fuck up, Derek. I showed you. I showed you. No, wow. Don't come after Derek. <laughs> You. I showed the clip of the dogs, and that was really important, and I provided that. So you did. You All right, hey, did. John, did you want to talk about your article? Uh, yeah, we can talk about it. Um, well, you put it on the list. I don't know if you wanted to talk about it or plug it or do literally anything at all. I mean, I wrote an article for IGN about white phosphorus in uh, Call of Duty, and uh, no, I don't want to censor the fucking game. Uh, I just want to have a conversation about it, and I would thought had been put into it, but. But no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to censor the game. I don't. Yeah. Uh, so everybody can fucking calm down and eat some fruit because <laughs> I, I, calm I, down and eat some. Fruit. I, I like we kind of had the conversation about that before you published the article, and like it basically just boiled down to like white phosphorus is not very commonly seen in media, and it's not great for it as something that's considered a war crime to be used as a weapon for it to be kind of so casually used as a reward in the game like it's just about be thoughtful about the media you consume right. um and and you know. for, for for anybody who was afraid that infinity like i had somebody i had somebody on twitter tell me oh better not have fucked up call of duty and i said if the fact that you think i have that kind of power is extremely flattering 
Yeah. Um, so, so like, like if you honestly think that infinity ward even knows who I am, that I, that really, that's a compliment to me. So thank you. Um, although I can tell you right now, this is not the last article for IGN I'm writing. Hey, Hey, anyway, please. I, so my, my, I mean, I have many opinions on this. Um, one of my opinions is that the article is good and you should read it. It's well-written. Um, my, my other, my other big, like kind of overarching opinion here is that a lot of, I mean, you've gotten a bunch of shit criticism, a bunch of people in bad faith. Um, but a lot of people have like really extreme reactions to this. And I, I don't, I don't think that everybody who's had an extreme reaction to you is necessarily like, like bottom of the barrel Nazi, but I think people get like angry on the internet very easily. Um, and I, I think, I think one of the, one of the things I've seen a lot is people who just, just think, yeah, like that you want to censor the game or that you want some extreme action to be taken. And it's very weird um, that, you know, video game people, like, like the people in that audience love to get mad about censorship. Um, they, lo they love to get mad about, oh, you know, we, we can't, every, everything, should be out there we should just be able to talk about anything but then someone writes an article that's like very well written it's just like a criticism of, of a thing like john didn't call for the game to be censored john didn't call for it to be taken out of the game basically your call to action at the end of it was hey maybe the devs should like either if they didn't have a conversation about this before putting it in they really probably should have and if they did and they came to this conclusion you know you'd maybe be interested to know why they came to the conclusion that this was acceptable like it, it, it's it's a criticism we're allowed to criticize what? games we're allowed to criticize <laughs> Lots of things in games, it's fine. And it's, it's really weird that people are like upset that you criticize something in a game. Like, I mean, I know I know why. I understand like the logistics. <laughs> yeah, game, right. why. But also like, come on. He can write a fucking critical article about something. What? Well, like what, what I've noticed. And, and Justin, I, oh, Brandon, what was that? I just thought like nobody's played it. Nobody's yeah, played, that, I mean, like, that too. Yeah. No, nobody's played it. And just to say, hey, just let me make this one quick point, Justin. Um, what I've noticed is, is, you know, like, well, one, just kind of a statement. The things we love won't get better if we don't criticize, if not, we're not willing to criticize them and talk about them. Um, and th there was a time where Call of Duty was a better series about things like this. It was, it's, Brandon. It's gone backwards. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. something people should be talking about. Like, hey, remember Call of Duty 1, 2, 4? Like, those games were about something. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, people act like, Call of Duty has always been what it's been the past yeah, several no, years. No, like when it used to like... actually be like a pretty transgressive yeah. and interesting series or something to say. When, when, when it was the fucking Titanfall, like the respawn guys did yeah. back then. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, and, but and, like and, also... Well, like... well Justin, real, real quick, I just want to make my... This is the really important point that I want to make. It's one thing I've noticed um, is last year, does everybody remember the huge uproar about a woman on the cover of Battlefield Five? Oh my God! There was a woman on the cover uh, of Battlefield. It's unbelievable, fucking... right? Like, oh like, my God! Like, those social fucking... justice warriors. So, so, and 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 I and I was like, who gives a fuck? Who cares? Like, it, it's cool, cool. There's a woman on the cover. Like, nobody should be upset about this, right? And everybody clutched their pearls and pounded on their desks and said, "This isn't realistic. We need a realistic depiction of war." And and there were not women on the front lines in Battlefield. You know, you know, in World War One. And how could you do this? What about my realism? You know, why can't you deliver me an authentic experience? And now, a year later, I write an article and I say, if we're going to depict white phosphorus 
in a video game. It's just do it. for fun, dude. It's we just should, for fun. We should do it accurately, right, Brandon? And people are like, what about my escapism, John? My fun. What about my escapism? It's just a game. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's the it's the same argument in reverse. Like, Why can't I escape? And it's like, look, fucking, look, you can have one or the other, but fucking pick one and yeah. stick with it. No, you're 100% Fucking right. stick with it. It's, it's so hypocritical. It's ridiculous. And it's fucking like for the past 48 hours, it's been driving me fucking up the wall. Like I can, I can take all the bullshit being whatever. I have faced much worse in my life, but, 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 but don't be a fucking hypocrite. Stick to your fucking guns. If you're going to be angry about one thing and angry about a completely different thing, that doesn't fucking work because at that point, it's just outrage Yep. for the sake of being outraged. Which is what just, they accuse the social justice warriors of doing all the time. Right. So just make up your fucking mind. Make Justin, something. Justin, please. Um, like, and also, um, like, with this game in particular, like, I think, like, people were ready to cry, cry censorship because, you know, it got around that at E3, um, somebody said something about the demo that they showed, and the develop, and, you know, raised a point to the development team, and they said, you know what, you made a good point, we are going to change that in the final game. And so, like, people are acting like this game has already been censored. And all it was was there was just, like, in one of the segments, there was, like, a glib line about sexual assault. Like, tr- like I mean, it's a thing that actually happens in Warriors, but it wasn't handled well. And they, they said it comes up again later. And, you know, somebody talked to them about it. And it was like, look, this is just kind of, like, it just seems like you're trying to be edgy. Like, it really didn't fit in with the scene. And they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to change those lines and we're going to change. Like, it it was just one minor little thing that they changed based off of criticism, which isn't censorship in the least. Like, if you raise a point and then the person making the thing decides you have a good point, like, that's how... It's like video game developers change their games and make updates in response to community feedback, like, all the fucking time. It's like like demanding that people release a rough draft because there's cut content. Like, it's just, yeah, it doesn't fucking... Ignoring your editor or whatever. Untitled Goose Game is not actually uh, uh, Goose Theft Auto. Like, they changed it in development. Therefore, it's been censored. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you fucking censored it. Where Why can't I have a goose, you know, like, beating up prostitutes? And 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 you know like knocking over ATMs and stuff like where where's where's my violent goose? Why can't I have a you know like why does my goose have to be sassy instead of instead of or cheeky instead of being a hardened criminal? What what about my goose theft auto? You know and that's what people don't understand is that these games are the games we play right now. If they're not rem- if they're original intellectual properties, the game that you are playing right now is so markedly different from the game that was designed from get-go. Like, do you remember that reveal trailer for Bioshock Infinite? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? It Not a bit of that was in the final game. Not one single bit. And nobody was fucking bitching about it. Oh, people were bitching about it. It was like but out of necessity. They had to because they're committed. Like... They didn't have their heart set to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I mean, I noticed it. I was like, oh, I kept waiting for that character with the mutton chops to show up. And, and I was like, oh, he never. Okay, the rose well, this... petal power. And... Yeah. And I was like, that never happened. Okay. Like you had those big red banners with, uh, with you know, with uh, a what's her name? Daisy. 
on them and she was it, and none of that was there and i was like oh okay this is it was a and it's a it was a much better or not much better it was a much different experience than what was sold to us and that doesn't necessarily make it bad it just makes it different because ideas change over time and and when we're writing when authors write stories when when script writers write write scripts for films like things change over time we 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 tweak things we change things um and that's just that's that's the nature of the creative process and it's, it's not it's not censorship it's just it's finalizing what you want your vision of the of the of the finished product to be and 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 saying this is like i don't know it, it's just I, i'm very frustrated about the whole thing so i'm probably i'm probably just jumbling my words together but i guess what i'm trying to say is you know it's not it's not censorship when a developer makes a design choice. It's not. It's their game to make. And if and if Call of Duty, it, it is, however, it, censorship when the United States government says you can't do this or that. Absolutely, like, that, that is, is different. Yeah, like the creator coming to their own. My, their own my whole thing about this is like a lot of these guys, a lot of these people that are upset about it love to say they're you know hyper-intelligent and focused on facts and logic and refuse to learn the dictionary definition of censorship despite throwing it around all the time. Well, it, it's it's like when people, it's like, you know, all the free speech warriors, all the First Amendment warriors are like, my free speech, my free speech, you know, Twitter's, you know, Twitter's suppressing my free speech. I'm like, uh, okay, so free speech is to protect you from government oppression, not from a private corporation policing their platform. Like, that's not censorship of free speech. That's just terms of service violations that's that's not a free speech issue. i'm gonna lay i'm gonna lay oh. some hard truth down on this subject folks oh shit all right Eric? none of the philosophy none of the logic none of the claims of hypocrisy in the world matter because 90 percent of the people in your mentions complaining about this are not there complaining in good faith and they're not there for a discussion they're there to be mad and they're there to harass you Derek, are you saying that just like in Assassin's Creed, nothing nothing is true and everything is permitted? I'm not saying that. I don't know how I get there. But um, <laughs> what I am saying is that much like John found himself in recently, if you find yourself on the other end of, uh, you know, the, the screaming the horde mob. with torches and pitchforks, right, the mob in your mentions, all of this stuff we're talking about, like, is true about this subject, but ultimately it does not matter to discuss it with these nameless and faceless accounts on on twitter.com that found you or in your your site's comment section or what have you um it doesn't matter because they are not there for discussion they are not there in good faith and all of all of this only matters if if both parties are operating in good faith to have that discussion the other side right. just wants to throw punches so the smartest thing you can do is to is to do some self care and hit that block button, baby. Um, I introduced the crew to um the uh, a blockchain oh, so extension good. earlier. Um, and I went on the quarterings uh, page and I blocked him and all almost fifty thousand followers he had with the so press good. of of only a couple quick button presses. Oh, um, real good. I did the same thing. Yeah, is it nice? Yeah. You got to watch the number just tick up, tick up, tick up, tick up, and you're oh, like, wow. all these I people have seven gone. Yeah, I have seven of them blocked. Yeah, and and that's not nearly enough. And the thing is, because because nobody who's gonna be in your mentions because somebody like that makes a video about you or your article or your video or whatever, 
they're they're just there like on the dog whistle marching orders to to cause you pain that's all so, it is yeah it's all red meat for the audience yeah. so it's it's worth knowing and understanding on like an academic context like that there is hypocrisy in what they're talking about um that were you know somebody like john is not doing what people are accusing him of doing in that article but ultimately the academic like observations about this do not matter and the practical reality is that when you get the horde in the single best thing you can do is just block 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 and they leave you alone because they can't talk to you it's great they get tired these people don't want to spend that much time making a bunch of new accounts and tracking you for days they do it for as long as their attention span lasts which is no time at all and then they go back to their their uh 12 year old anime girls and then they get mad at the next thing that their preferred um e-celeb is mad about in a youtube video and they move on to the next article that they're supposed to be mad about uh i think i think i think my my personal proudest like like i take i take personal pride in certain people blocking me and I think my proudest Twitter block is probably Sebastian Gorka. <laughs> That's a good one. You should be That's proud of that one. one. Exactly. I, I, or Sebastian Gorka or or Yui Bull. Yui Bull blocked me after he threatened to fight me, and uh, and that was that 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 was a proud block too. Yeah. But yeah. So in the in the aftermath of drama, maybe it's because you wrote an article, or maybe it's just because you used a, a phrase about a hot topic, and there was a bunch of very sad human beings surfing the search bar on Twitter to find all the, the most recent tweets that they can yell at you about it, but don't bother. I've had a bunch block. of people say, oh, now I, you just convinced me to buy it. I'm like, I'm like I... you were going to buy it anyway. Fuck off. Yeah, I don't care. Like, you like, convinced him yeah. to buy it. Okay, and, yeah. and I'm not going to follow up with you. I've only bought every other Call of Duty. For I don't yeah, care to follow up with you to find out. Up. That yeah, you bought it or not, it doesn't matter. Like, and you don't, you're not real. You're not a real person. You're, you might as well be a bot for all that it matters to my life. And that's not to say that there's not a, like, it's funny that, that these people use the whole NPC meme, you know, that, that everybody on the left is just like faceless repeating the same talking points. But ultimately this crowd that finds its way into your mentions over and over again, you need to treat them literally like non-persons which is not to dehumanize them and engage with them, but to treat them like noise and block them out. And that's it. Right. That's the smartest well, I, thing you can do. I will, I will say this. It's, it, it, was, it, it had been a shitty 48 hours. Yeah. yeah. And judged me privately and told me that, you know, just, just made me feel better about the whole situation. So thank you, entire staff at IGN. Very kind of everybody, especially Lucy O'Brien uh, and, and Tina Amini. Uh, who have been extremely supportive. Uh, very, very kind people. Um, but <laughs> XX Vape God, XX is mad at you, <laughs> Zach and chat. Yo, the Vape God is right here, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, is the, Brandon is the Vape God. Brandon is the Vape God. Vape every God has podcast just, beef with you. Every now and then you'll just hear Brandon. I, I try to mute, but... No, but no, I, no, I actually love it when it happens. I don't know why, it just makes me... But uh, Zach, we got a. Uh, do we got anything else? We're kind of bumping up against. Oh, we're past. No, time. I'm yeah, sleepy, John. Tomorrow's Friday. I, all I'll say is that thanks everybody for hanging out. Thanks again to people who help us on Patreon or subscribe here. That's really nice of you. If you Much can, that's nice. If not, that's okay. Um, otherwise, I think everyone should just have a safe, relaxing weekend if we can. That's all I've got. 
There are a lot water. of really good video games out. Yeah. Like, there are a lot Tomorrow's of good video good. games. Good. Try, if you can, try to play a really good video game this weekend. It's, yeah. I, I mean, and you've drink got some your, water. Yeah, drink some drink water. water. Please, shout out to Kyle Gatto. Make sure you hydrate. Drink some water, uh, bitches. And uh, does anybody else want to do the customary sign-off tonight, or, or, or am I stuck doing it? not always poetry and we don't always agree but we always do something else yeah. justin justin why don't we justin why don't you do it <laughs> i'm tired man I just... whatever man we don't, whatever we don't agree i just did it was yeah. mine not good? Just, wait hold on hold on but we, you didn't got it wrong, proper, Reb. we didn't even have a proper intro you at least have to do a proper outro no do okay, we though folks no we love you <laughs> we love you it's not always poetry have... and we don't always agree but we always keep it real have a good night everyone